Hello and welcome to a huge episode of The Cold Hard Truth here on WQAQ. We are here on our usual Wednesday night, and I'm here with my usual co-host, Connor and Peyton, but I am also here with one of the initial members of The Cold Hard Truth, who we are so happy to have back today, Santino Maoni. He's back from L.A. How are you feeling, Tino? I am super stoked to be back. Listen, L.A. was great, but I am here in the studio now. We are going to debate a bunch of fun topics, get into it. I am back. Get ready, boys. I'm so ready for you. <laughs> um, so how was your time in L.A., Tino? Uh, it was pretty crazy. We uh, packed a lot of stuff into those three months. Um, the Super Bowl press week was probably the biggest thing that I did, obviously, as you know, some people would know. But, yeah, it was it was pretty sick. Got to interview a bunch of different people, Scott Hansen, Pat McAfee, Kurt Warner, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, some of the other Bengals players, Bengals head coach, Cooper Cup. The uh, day after the Super Bowl, um, met a bunch of, met, you know, met DeAndre Hopkins, met a few other people that were, you know, pretty, Chad Ochocinco was pretty crazy. Um, and just being in LA, the vibes were just immaculate. Um, yeah, LA, it was just, it, it was a great experience, but we're back here now and I am ready. I'm back in stew, as you guys like to say, so I am and ready to get real into Real quick it. before we start, who would yeah. you say your favorite uh, person that you may have encountered or uh, enjoyed your time with? Well, um, who, who, who are you the most starstruck by one, and then two, who was the coolest actual person? I was most starstruck by Aaron Jones because I'm a Packers fan, and mm-hmm. he was like standing, he was standing Ooh. right there doing it. No, oh, get it. He was <laughs> standing right answer. there. What a boring answer. It's my guy. Ocho Cinco um, was a baller. Ocho Cinco was cool, but I'm just saying, like, starstruck. Like, yeah, I, I, hear you, I, hear you. I looked up, and the running back of my of my team is just standing there. And my I, dreams. I, I didn't get, yeah, I didn't get like a picture, but like I look, I looked at him while he was doing an interview, and he kind of like gave me like a side eye and did like the you know the what's up thing, and it was like that was sick. But then probably. The favorite interview, damn, it's probably between Scott Hansen and Pat McAfee, only because McAfee gave me my own nickname, which is pretty cool. Like he called, I told him my name was Santino Maoni, and he walks up, he goes, "Hey, Paisan." So that was, that was pretty funny. But then Scott Hansen, I thought that I felt like his voice was just like that was an act that he did on Red Zone. But the minute I start talking to the guy, he like, it's opens like his, his real mouth, thing. and yeah. it's like it's like seven hours of commercial free <laughs> football, and I'm like, what the hell? Like it was just crazy <laughs> to see him in the flesh. But yeah, those are probably some you know three of my favorite just in, 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 encounters, interactions. I mean, guys that were there, I'll like list not that I met, but I'll list them off. Like Kittle, Kelsey was there, mm-hmm. Derek Henry, Josh Allen, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, oh, yeah. Steve Smith Senior, uh, um, Debo, oh, Debo Samuel, who we're gonna get into in a minute, but. He was there also, which is pretty crazy. But yeah, it was just again like D Hop, Keenan Allen was there too. I know a bunch of like some of my boys love him, but yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy. But I think we're gonna get into it now. I am ready. Hope you guys are ready. The first so thing ready. I want to get into. So we'll get into our first topic here. We're gonna talk about former, for, I mean still current, but is requesting a trade. 49ers wide receiver slash running back Debo Samuel. Guys, Debo has requested a trade from the 49ers. What do you guys think about this? Where is he gonna go? Give me your thoughts. Best landing spot. Let me hear it. I kind of hope he ends up in like Detroit. Yeah. Like th- this, I, this is like the part of the like the NFL sort of turning into the NBA where guys just aren't happy where they are anymore, and it, it's just kind of annoying. I don't, like I don't already like it in the nba and now moving to the nfl it's just getting kind of annoying but like in in all honesty i I think it's either going to be kansas city or green bay i don't know what you guys think i think his brother kind of bugged out to be honest with the with the post i was shocked i mean not yeah like you said i mean the the way at which it was gone about it's like so that to have been the way i mean it's like weird how it's like shifted in the past few years like when we were like kids it's like nobody ever talked like like, I remember when D-Rose got traded from the Bulls to the Knicks, and he was, like, doing an interview, and he literally started crying yeah. on camera because he loved the Bulls that much. And now it's, like, 
I don't know, it's almost like just became the norm for players just to be like, eh, mm-hmm. kind of over it. It's like the, the Niners organization is like one of the biggest organizations in football. Yeah. They went to the Super Bowl with you like, what, two years ago, three years ago? Yep. Like, well, it's interesting, like, you know, mentioning the fact that his brother essentially broke the news on Twitter. I mean, what kind of impact does social media and its presence in, you know, the various professional leagues, I, I mean, it, I, I believe that it must have some type of impact on the actual whereabouts of the league. Not to say that there weren't guys that always wanted to move from where they were, but when you have this stimulus of attention that is on Twitter and Instagram or wherever it might be, and, you know, where might somebody go, you know, people suggesting, people doing the edits, it certainly has to have some type of contribution I mean, to the Mah- way that look at Mah- people go about look it. Look at Mahomes' season and look at all the stuff that went on with his family and all the stuff that came out after yeah. and now he's, like, literally not allowing his... At least that's what's been said. You know, he's not letting his family... I mean, that would have never even been a concept 30 yeah. years ago. You know what I mean? Like, Brett Favre was, like, crazy guy. Never impacted his career, though, really. He did whatever he wanted to do, and he got it done. You know what I mean? With these guys now, it's like, you're you're under such a microscope that, like, you can be a great guy, but, like, if, you, if you're affiliated with somebody that's a piece of work, like, your name's just going to get dragged all around with theirs. So, yeah, it's, it's super interesting. I think it's weird. I always looked at Debo like a really good competitor and a stand-up guy. I mean, he played really well this year, and he wasn't drafted very high. So, like, I mean, could anyone have? Did anyone truly expect this? No, I didn't. I, I didn't at all. There were rumblings on Twitter though about saying that like the contract negotiations for his extension were kind of iffy. They didn't know if he was going to want to do it with San Fran. And my big thing here is like. The, the biggest thing I'm taking away from Debo demanding a trade is not even the fact that he demanded the trade because, we I, again, we're seeing players more and more do this. I think what makes it interesting about where he's going to choose, which Connor alluded to, would be about you know maybe between Chiefs and Packers. Um, I know, Peyton, you mentioned the Ravens before the show. Debo has specifically come out and said now that he does not want to be a wide back, as you know, uh, referring to a combo of wide receiver running back. If you don't want to be a wide back, going to the Ravens is probably the worst place you can go to even from San Fran because the way they run their offense... The way they operate, they are a run-centric team, a run-first team, and because Debo has the ability to run the football, and that's what he was utilized a lot for in that um, kind of West Coast offense in San Fran, you now look at it, you go you go to an offense with Lamar Jackson, who's not a great thrower of the football, is a primarily running quarterback. Why would Debo want to go there? I'm curious, just kind of elaborate where you, on why. Where did you see that he said he didn't want to be a wide back? It was on it. It was literally on ins, or I believe on Instagram or Twitter that he came out and said himself that he no longer wants to who be a wide back. Who said that he said that? Give me one second. I will find it right now. You I just I, I don't know. I highly doubt that that's. But I can I can see what Tino's saying though. I mean, if I you're going to leave, I think that maybe he, the guy might just be saying, "Hey, I don't want to be. I don't want teams to look at me like a running back, like the same way Lamar Jackson didn't want to be looked right, at as like, right, a, right. like a receiver in in, in in the combine. Like, I don't know. I think that at the end of the day. A guy that wants to win is going to do whatever it takes for his team to win, and if that's line up under center or line up behind the quarterback, that's what I, I think he's going to do that. And especially with Lamar there, I think that I mean you you, you make an argument that he can't throw the ball. I no, mean, I said he's not a great throw. He's, he's not, not a great. He's not a great throw of the ball. I agree with you, but he definitely opens up the field for a guy like like Debo Samuel if he was in the backfield. The amount of I mean like jet sweeps, option sweeps, different variations of sets and forms that you could run with those two guys and just keep linebackers guessing behind the line like. I don't know. To me, that's pretty scary, especially when you have Marquise Brown on the outside, Mark Andrews on the inside, yeah. and, and, and you know Bateman get, getting better and better. Um, but to tell, and also it'd be a trade that you might have to give up Bateman to get him. But to say, I don't where, mind giving up Bateman to get him. Okay, well, to see, you know, to talk about where this came from. So, per Tom Pelissero Pel- 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 via Rich Eisen show, okay. Debo Samuel wants to be true in quotes wide receiver, not a running back wide receiver hybrid. So Debo doesn't want to be that anymore. 
And you can be a true wide receiver and still line up as a, as a running back. I'm just like confused as to why he doesn't want to do it anymore because he had an all time great season this past year doing so. I mean, I'm not I'm not here to analyze why or what. Like, I mean, like I get what you're saying. Yeah. That it seems weird as to why he doesn't want to. But the point I'm trying to make is that if we're talking about where he wants to go, I would 100 percent more agree with you, Connor, about the fact that you said Chiefs Packers and you're trying to compare. If you're having if you're, Let's say you have a guy here. You want to put him in an offensive system where he wants to be a true wide receiver, one, a true wide receiver. Playing with people like Mahomes and Rodgers, I'm saying this to all three of you, would much more, I feel like, appeal to him if I'm putting myself in his shoes than playing with a guy like Lamar Jackson in that style of offense. Jacob, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's also like the way he's probably looking at it is if he's going to leave San Fran and we know how their offense has been, and we know the quarterback situation with the likeliness of you know Trey Lance being involved yeah. in the very near future, he probably would prefer a profile passing, pocket passing quarterback, because if he didn't, then why would you even leave the 49ers in the first place? Because that offense is a West Coast offense, and they utilize it And we perfectly. know their defense is good. Uh, honestly, and it's great. Here's, yeah. the thing, here's the thing with this whole thing, is it, it really doesn't make any sense to me at all, so where he goes, I'm honestly expecting it to make little to no sense at all as well. Like, I really... Because this, because this outcome... I'm not, yeah, you, you, no, you just the way this is yeah. all played out really makes no sense to me at, in the slightest bit, so I don't... And then the other like, thing for me is... The, the 49ers don't owe him anything at all. They no. should ship him to a Detroit, like Connor said. Well, that, I that, that was, was an option. I, I saw Screw it on Twitter. Him. I, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's no reason. Does he have a no trade clause or no? No, I he, he demands. And listen, or like a, like a, like. Does he have anything in his contract where he? I can, don't believe so. The oh, other, dude, I, the, I would totally screw him. The other thing, to, totally. the other thing to pinpoint here is though, Debo is demanding a trade. Yes. That doesn't mean San Fran has to do anything with him. San no. Fran could also say, just screw you, you're staying here, we're keeping you in this West Coast-style mm-hmm. offense. A player can demand a trade. A lot of times we see the players have more influence and they can they can um, get what they want I think you're a gonna, lot of times. I think you're going to see a pushback in that within the next five no, years. You, maybe, but I think, but I'm saying as of right now, though, it's important to know that just because a player demands a trade doesn't mean the team has to trade him, but the likelihood is with the trends that we're seeing in both the NFL and the NBA, like you said, Connor, Likelihood is he is getting traded. I just find it interesting that that somebody who catapulted from probably not even being anywhere near the top ten in wide receivers, then all, all of a sudden jumped up into most people's top three last year, along with Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup for last season. So Debo had a phenomenal year. I'm curious to see what happens with this, where he gets moved to. It doesn't, moved it doesn't, give, him, doesn't give him the right to talk the way he's... I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, not to me at least. I mean, you can do what you... Athletes are humans and people, yeah. and they have rights to speak just like everybody else does, but like... I don't know. It just wasn't a good look, from in, in my 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 opinion. But whatever. Yeah, it, it, listen, it, it is what it is. It's a very weird situation. I am very excited though to see where he does end up. We will move on from that quick breaking news. Something else I wanted to mention. I saw on Instagram, Villanova head coach Jay Wright is retiring from coaching. Wow. So he's done. So I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Coach K and Jay Wright leaving the same year. Two probably of the two Final Four members this year, and probably two of the greatest college basketball coaches in recent memory, at least. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, something to look out for, like, in terms of those two is that perhaps out of all of the great coaches that have come through college basketball and are in college basketball right now, I mean, probably Villanova and Duke, out of all schools, top probably both in the top three or four systematically sound oh. teams. I mean, they're I mean, both... Nova's won two in the last six years. Yeah, and just in general, like, their systems of play have been consistent over the time they've been there, and they have always been good. Um, do I can I see either one of them completely dropping off? We don't know who's going to be coming into Villanova. Yeah. We know that young guy is going to be coming Shire, into Duke, yeah, who's been around Shire. for a while. So we can yeah. assume that he'll carry on. You know the presence of what Coach K was at least to some extent. Nova, obviously, we have no idea. And 
It's huge now, in so college. Yeah. It's huge in college basketball. The head coach, because they're the. Not only do they coach, the big difference is they're also the ones doing the main recruiting. Yeah. Exactly. They're the ones yeah. going, making trips all around, yep. getting guys to come to their school. So who's going to step in? And that's the we'll thing. I was, was going to say. I'm going to go to UConn in a second, but that was the thing I was going to say with Duke. You think about it. I thought our. I mean, their recruiting class was going to fall out the yeah. window when Coach K left, and they already have the number one recruiting class for next mm-hmm. uh, next year. They have already like a top. I think it's like top five recruiting class in the next year. So they've got it locked down for a few years now, even with John Shire coming in. So that was impressive to me. Connor, does Villanova fall off now with this coaching move? Um, you know, I, I do think that they're not obviously going to be as good. I mean, the dude had a 725 winning percentage yeah. in his career. I mean, you can't just instantly replace that. I mean, also the same thing with Duke. I don't think that Duke's going to be as good. Obviously, but, you know, yeah, with, yeah. Because, you know, like coaching like really matters in um, these uh, – uh, college type of sports, but yeah, uh, I I still expect Villanova to compete and and be a, a good team same still, Duke, but obviously not up yeah. to the same yeah, but not I up to the same standard. It also matters the, the conferences they're in the Big East. UConn's on the come up. I think uh, Seton Hall is has been a very very good team to watch. Yep. So I think and even with, you know with uh, with the ACC, obviously you got UNC in there. Armando Baycott's coming back for another year, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ACC is tough. Virginia, Louisville, a ton of those teams. Miami even was amazing this year. Really good. Yeah, very very tough. Other thing. To mention too, they're losing Gillespie in the same in the same year mm-hmm. they lose Jay Wright. So you're losing your senior starting guard, and you're losing one of the greatest head coaches in college basketball, at least in my lifetime of watching it. So a tough rebuilding year for Villanova. Hopefully, we'll see him bounce back. But now we're going to move on to one of our main topics of the day. Obviously, the NBA playoffs have already kind of kicked underway a little bit. Most series have already gone two games. I believe Brooklyn and Boston are playing right now in Game Two. We didn't give our predictions last week. We're going to do it this week. I'm going to start. We're going to go with the Eastern Conference. We're going to go one eight two seven three six four five down the we line. We could do it that way, but I was thinking it may actually be easier if we go by twos you want to do that? and then yeah. get like each what each gotcha. uh, yeah. conference finals. Like I yeah. think that'll be a little easier. All right, we can do that. All right, so Jacob, you want to start? Yeah. So obviously we have Miami and Atlanta. Miami's up two zero. Yeah. Uh, just want to say now, before the season started, I picked Miami out of the East. They were the me. one seed, and they look great. So right, I doubt Miami. anyone's going to pick the Hawks to come back from 2-0. I think we can all no. agree, no. I mean, even even before the series started, I knew Miami was beating whoever came out of that plan, so I was going to go Miami regardless. And then I don't think anyone's going to take Toronto to come back from 2-0 against Philly. No, you know, I, I'll, no, I'll say no. this. In the initial, because I, I do, like, in the TikTok videos I make, my predictions, I did make a TikTok saying the Raptors were going to win. Now that it is oh, no, 2 no, no. I will come back and change my point. No one is stopping the Sixers. Oh, no, 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 so, no, no, no. <laughs> so I think... The Sixers will come out of this. I agree with you, uh, yeah. but yeah, Sixers I did have five or four. Honestly. I had the Raptors initially. I don't think the, uh, the Raptors might not yeah, win either. Yeah, their home games, to be honest, man. So here's where things get interesting. Yo, like Embiid, I said, we'll sorry. go this way. Oh, you can keep going. Embiid, though. I mean, Joel Embiid. I, my Embiid crazy, is he's a freak. Crazy man. I think it's between him and Jokic. Real uh, close. He's out playing. He's out playing Jokic. To be honest, I think he's been more consistent all season. I'll go. Yeah. I'll, go yeah, and, I'll go and beat slightly, but Jokic had a great year. All right. Okay. Well, here's where things are obviously going to get really interesting uh, and extremely likely to have the Miami Heat hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I mean, what a series that will almost 100 percent be, and it'll be. The conference semifinals. So, who would you guys Miami have? Miami easily. I don't yep, think Miami too. Because yeah. I, I don't think the Philly has enough firepower besides Embiid, and you have a guy like Bam Adebayo defensively and PJ Tucker who can both give him fits in the post. And then 
you have shooting all around all around you. you got Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, that new guy Max Struess that's come in and mm-hmm. given them more production. Yeah, they're just so spread out. Yeah, and James Harden's been I really playing. Kyle Lowry's a great. Oh, great I, I mentioned Kyle yeah, Lowry. Kyle, yeah, yeah. Just like totally, Jimmy Butler is playing the best yeah. basketball of his life. And you, for, you, the thing is, you forget about Lowry with this team because you yeah. think about Bam Butler and Tyler before you even get to Kyle Lowry. Yeah. He's yeah. a huge veteran piece. Yeah. And also, you know, I trust. Um, Eric Spolster oh my god he's, Rivers, my, no I think question. he's the best coach in the NBA yeah. I think like, the 76 how many games would it go though 5 or 6 no I think I'm going to pick Miami too to go to the Eastern Conference Finals but I, I think that series goes 7 games yeah, me too me too I think it goes honestly, 6 or 7 games I think, I think Philly I has the potential to make it go for a while yeah but okay but I don't trust James Harden right now, and I haven't trusted him for a while. I'm not saying that, but as a distributor, I totally, I totally trust, Dubai, I totally trust he, Harden to give it to Maxi, and I totally trust Maxi to give it to Embiid. And he, I love that one, two, three. Yeah, Harden, like, has love a, it. Harden has lost a step. If you watch him play, dude, he can't. I don't can't, think he, has. He, oh, yes. Are you out of your mind? Oh, he, my he, God. he isn't shooting the ball as much. Pay, I mean, he's lost a step. Much, dude, he can't blow by anybody. His, his, his ability to his get to the basket. His blow-by ability and his ability to get to the basket and get by defenders, it can't happen anymore. Yeah, Harden he just can't, won't lose. He lost, I don't know. He but I, I mean, cer- cer- certainly there's been a drop-off. But you have yeah. to remember, though, I mean, he's playing a completely different style exactly. of basketball. He's not even trying to blow by guys. He's trying to step back and pass. He, he's, he's still he's looks, literally dribbling. Every, he's dribbling, stepping back, and just kicking it out. I mean, yeah. Like I 90% just, of the time. And he's also all, playing better defense than he's ever yeah, played, too. Miami's going to win the series, though, correct? Yes. I, but I okay. think it'll go well. I'm... I think Take Miami's going to win, but no, I think Miami's going to win. Just because it's, it's true, they're really spread out, and it's like you, yeah. you really can't. And, and that's what I said. Defensively, that's Bam, what I said. Bam in the, beginning the of the year. is one of the only guys that could stop Joel yep. at the rate he's at. So it's like, yeah. But I, I still think Harden and Joel and B can make this interesting. And Maxi is really heating up right now. So yeah, my initial know. point for them was their depth, and that's clearly yeah. there. Tobias Harris isn't bad either. I don't know. Well, Tobias, yeah, he's been streaky know. at times. Now, again, I don't trust their full unit. Especially I don't trust them as much as lack of ever since losing Seth Curry, their lack of shooting has been. Tremendous. Yeah, that story. wasn't a good move for them. Yeah, losing him, it killed their shooting. I get, Tyrese is a Ty, Tyrese uh, Max. He's a bucket, and Beat is a bucket. I get it, but their overall shooting yeah. has gone way down the yep, drain since that trade. We'll go on to the next two games, Jacob. I'll take these if you don't mind. But I'm yep. gonna go three six Bucks Bulls. I believe what it's one zero Bucks. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't see next this. game tonight. I think Bucks are gonna sweep them. I don't see Chicago winning. I don't know about a sweep, but definitely just like five. I think Chicago I think. grabs a game. Or two. I, yeah. I, I think mean, they grab two. I think I have Bucks and six. I think without Lonzo, it really hurts them. But I mean, they look good in the first game. Defensively, they defensively did. they did, but I don't see them holding Milwaukee that much. Lonzo's I don't have that big of a piece. Like Lonzo, he, oh, no, he's good. He, he, Lonzo this to, this year is a good huge. distributor to this team. He is to this team. He is having Caruso doesn't do the same thing as a starting point guard. He's very good defensively, but you move Caruso to the starting lineup, you lose him as a bench piece it just mm-hmm. yeah they yeah, can yeah. defensively they're very good but offensively they can't keep up Milwaukee's firepower and I don't see them withholding Holiday Giannis and Middleton even Brooke Lopez who getting him back was huge for them I don't see Chicago being able to game after game hold them under 100 points that's not going to happen no and way. they're not going to score enough so we got bucks for that game we all agree I think we're going to agree on this one as well actually maybe not Celtics Nets this is probably the closest matchup out of all of these 100% and it's funny because it's a 2-7 matchup that's the crazy thing so Boston won game one they're currently playing right now who's winning Jacob just to let us I'm, know I'm not watching oh, I don't on. know you, I somebody get it up anyway yeah, yeah so Celtics Nets they, Celtics are up 1-0. We saw the crazy game winner from Jason Tatum in game one. Who are you guys going with? Connor, I'll go to you first in this series. Who do you have? Um, I obviously want to say Celtics just because I don't like the Nets, but okay. the Nets just have too much firepower. They're up 23-12 to 12 right now. Just, oh, wow. Okay. Just saying. That's not but, first quarter, um, I'm assuming. Yeah, so, first yeah, quarter. Okay. Um, yeah, just 
KD and Kyrie are unstoppable. There's really nothing to it. I know that Tatum and Brown are having great seasons, but I just think that the firepower of Brooklyn is going to overpower the Celtics here. Jacob, and yeah. I think this series goes seven games. Yeah, me too. Seven. I 100%. There's no way it goes less. I have Celtics in seven. And Obviously. I think the Nets win in seven. I have, I, I'm, I'm going with Peyton. We're split on the desk here. I have Celtics oh, in cold. seven. Tino, my because guy. I think that I think right now, Jason Tatum is... I mean, not right now. He is a superstar. Bucket. Tatum, Tatum is one... The tough shots that this dude can make, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. He's like... There was a comparison side-by-side, side, and obviously, like, NBA players will hit shots that are similar, but there was a video of, like, him next to Kobe on a fadeaway shot that Tatum hit, and by... You know, like... It was, it was so it was just my god it was looking at Tatum and Kobe and it was just like yeah I'm seeing the same person hit the same kind of shot it was unbelievable but I think what's gonna do Brooklyn in defense 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 yeah. defense yep. they have no defense and I get it Kyrie can go off for 40 when he wants to so can Katie they can both do it on the same damn night for all I care Seth Curry can shoot I understand but you Drogic are, was huge for dude, them. Dude, yeah, but, Bruce but, Brown has 12 points. Like, what's good with that? Oh, listen, that's the other thing. He is extremely streaky. He's the X factor in this series. If Bruce Brown dude, plays well... 12 points. I know, but he in this game, really but he, he didn't play Why? well in game one. If Bruce Brown plays no, well like Bruce that or just Brown. has enough, Brooklyn will win the series. But I'm banking on Bruce Brown not doing that and guys like Peyton Pritchard and Marcus Smart as role players doing more than Bruce Brown does. I was going to say that the... You know, the uh, Celtics defense is going to play a huge role in this series because if, if they can get big stops, yeah, their yeah. defense, yeah, if big they can stops get from big out, yeah, big stops, and no, Mar- Rob Marcus Williams Smart hurt. also, yeah, that, that hurts, hurts I, especially. That's, why, yeah. that's part of why I thought you two picked them because I get it that having him out, the Time Lord is probably certainly I, played a factor in why I think yeah. he's he's one of the most underrated centers in the NBA. No, I, no I would consider him no top doubt. ten. I yeah. think he's for sure top ten. Yeah, he's good. Rob is a great, great. I say Rob. Robert Williams is a great, great young young center. And to not, they'll get him back next series if they make it out of the first round. But to not have him in this kind of series hurts them tremendously. An athletic big who can guard on the perimeter and inside. But hey, we're split. Peyton they're going to keep splitting games, though. They're going to Nets will win tonight, forth, yeah. and they'll split in Brooklyn. Pa, yeah, five six. Yeah, game five. Exactly how it's going to be. The, it's exactly as how it's as be. as the announcers always say, it'll be the most pivotal game five. One of the most pivotal. It's one of the best that. first round pivot- matchups I've seen in a oh, yeah. long, long time. The pivotal the game five will play a huge role in this series. But Peyton and I have Boston. Jacob and Connor have Brooklyn. So yes, we, all, we do. We all have the Bucks. Peyton, we'll go with the two of us first. Bucks, Celtics. Who do you have coming out in that semifinal round? Bucks, Celtics. To go to the conference finals. I didn't really think about it past the first round, but. Um, if you had to pick, Giannis versus Tatum, two superstars. I mean, if the Celtics make it past Brooklyn, the Celtics are going to beat the Bucks. Okay. That's how I feel about it. I think, I think Boss is making it. Past Brooklyn, and I think the Bucks are going to beat the Celtics. I, I think it'll go like six games, maybe seven. But I, I just don't know if Boston, especially with the young coach like Ime Udoka, I don't know if Boston will have enough to get past them. I just think that the the I think because Boston has a has a has a dynamic duo. Milwaukee, I know I, I've gotten flamed for this in the past about what I consider a big three, but I consider at least this year Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis mm-hmm. a big three. Yeah, they're a big three. I don't see them making it past them, especially with Lopez now. Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, a bunch of those guys come off the bench. They're going to be good. They'll make it to the conference finals. Now, you two. Speaking of, speaking of big three, how about the T-Wolves and the Grizzlies? Hey, we'll, 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 we'll be there soon. We're going to get there. We'll get there. You two. Bucks, Nets. I know you both have the Nets. Who do you have in those series? Conor, I'll go to you first. Milwaukee. I just think that they're... Like the better, well-rounded team. Yeah. Obviously, the Nets can score and compete with anybody. But like, you, like you said again, the Nets' defense is 
atrocious. But yeah, just side note, Bruce Brown has 12 of the 24 points so far for. Yeah, I mean, like, who's going to have the stat sheet? It's like nobody's got any points. The truth about the Bucks and the Nets, which this would be a rematch of the exact round they played in last year, if I'm not mistaken, is that the Bucks are made. To beat the Nets, yes, they are the best possible matchup out of any team because yeah. you have Holiday to guard Kyrie and you have Giannis to guard KD. Yeah, and no other team in the entire league has two guys that you would feel as confident guarding their two players. That's a fact. And then after that, once those two cancel out, which they essentially kind of would in a way, then you look at Middleton. Like you said, they don't have a Middleton type guy. And then you look at the bench, and the Bucks have a better bench too. And we also, so, Bobby, there's somebody. Oh my God, we didn't. Met, I not was, to say they're going to blow them out. But no, but Connor, you beat win. me to the punch. <laughs> I was just about to say, Bobby Portis, dude. He's Bobby, good. He's, he's good. awesome, he's, dude. He's good, but he's Bobby. also another body you could throw at KD, and yep. he is the PJ Tucker replacement mm-hmm. for yep. when they lost yeah. PJ. And he's perfect for and it. And Bobby, I think, is better than PJ offensively. He can <laughs> shoot the ball better, and he can he score can. the Bucks yeah. better. So he gives you the same kind of energy on defense. And the amount of times that they're just the Bucks. Faithful are just cheering for Bobby because he comes on the floor. <laughs> they're cheering for Bobby. He makes plays. The Bucks so, faithful. Yeah, no, Bucks. no, it really is. It really is a good, good piece for him. Yeah, it's a hundred percent a good piece. All right, so we Love all have piece. the. So I think we all have the Bucks and the Heat in the conference finals. No. Yep. All right, so Connor. Bucks and the Miami Heat. No, I got the Celtics, bro. Come on. Oh, he has Boston. Excuse yeah. me. Oh, yeah, Boston he does. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. Heat Celtics. Rematch of the bubble conference finals. Oh, boy. All right, so Payton, Sorry, Payton's the only one that has a different yeah. one, so we're going to go to Peyton first. Celtics Heat, I feel like I know where you're going to go with this. Yeah, I mean, if the Celtics beat the Bucks, <laughs> then they're definitely beating the Heat. Celtics in the finals. Yeah, Celtics no in the finals for the first time since, what, 2010? Been over a decade. Hey, listen, if it ha- I wouldn't be shocked if it happened. They're a good enough team to do it. Me, Connor, and Jacob just don't agree. Hey. Connor. <laughs> Sorry. Celtics, baby. Mm-hmm. Connor. Bucks Heat. Who's going to the finals? Milwaukee again. Again, yeah, they're just. I, I just. Happen. I just think that they're yeah. the most well-rounded team in the whole league. So, um, I, I re- so yeah, them in the finals. But uh, I don't know. Just. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't know if Boston's ready to compete with them yet. You're probably right, Jacob. To be honest, Miami, Milwaukee. The two M's. I, I gotta, I gotta stick to my original pick from before the year. No I feel way. so good about it. No I mean, I, I, they look so good, man. They look, they look. Like, I guess they're the only other team that is as well rounded. They look, as they look so Milwaukee. good. Connor mentioned, yeah. Connor mentioned Spolstra. I mean, these these good guys point. made it to the finals a couple years ago in the bubble year, and they weren't even half as good as they are yeah. now. True, no, you're true. right. So I think they have all the all the to- all the tools. Yeah. I, I, another series before another series that no way goes anything less than six games so yeah. if got, they play. Any, got, bare minimum six. So we got a Bucks, a Heat, and a Celtics pick. I am going to side with Connor Armstrong yes. on this one. I think that the Milwaukee Bucks will get back to the NBA Finals. Yes, I don't... I think Giannis right now is the best best player on the planet. Yep. I think he is... the what, Probably, honestly, besides Shaq, I can't think of another player, maybe Kareem because of the sky hook, but I don't see another player... And this is funny because I said this to Jacob earlier today. The first show Jacob and I ever did, the words that came out of our mouths were that Giannis Antetokounmpo was not a top five player in the NBA. And now I'm sitting here about a year and a half later saying that Giannis is the best player on the planet. And that's just how <laughs> and stuff we works. all agree. It's crazy. Yeah, we all agree. That's just uh, he proved everybody wrong. I think the Bucks make it back. The big three will outplay Miami. I agree with you. It doesn't go less than six. I know Eric Spolstra was a great coach, yep. but 
Man, like, and especially because Gian- Giannis did something the other day I hadn't seen him do in so long, in the postseason specifically. Dude comes down and just pulls up in transition for a three and knocks it down. Like, yeah, he's yeah, comfortable. Yeah, I saw that early on in the game, yeah. He's comfortable with it now, and he's doing it early and getting settled in early. If he's doing that, you are screwed. Yeah. He, you are not able to stop this man for worth anything. If he, again with a, like, and he's not like a you know marksman shooter, but a, a semblance of any kind of jump shot, which he does now have a turnaround in the post, a fadeaway. He has those things now. You're not stopping him. Bucks back to the finals. We'll move on to the Western Conference. Suns Pelicans. This is a little bit. I I don't want to say it's interesting. Well, it's a little update bit on more, Booker. Yeah, more I than, mean, more yeah, than it's, interesting. It's team more up. interesting now because Booker's out for games three and four, and in, in, indefinitely after that. So we don't know when Booker's going to be back. So. What do you guys think, Peyton? Suns Pelicans. It's now tied one-one heading into New Orleans. I got the Pelicans. No, <laughs> no, no, you don't. No. Peyton, shut up. No. Here, Peyton. Peyton. Why? 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 <laughs> do? why, do? why do? The, gla- <laughs> the glasses have yeah, like taken yeah. over his it's brain. Dude, you know what I'm saying, no, bro? These glasses. You I can think, only see the glasses. Dude. I think that. Um, I don't know. I think CJ is like kind of in the mood to go on a little run here. I think yeah. CJ is kind of old and like he's getting so hot. Like he's just such a like. I keep saying he's a bucket, but like. I don't know. CJ and Brandon are, Brandon are just catching a lot oh, of momentum. Bucket, yeah. Like they just feel like they're catching so much momentum, and the fact that Booker's out really, like with Booker in, I would be saying Phoenix, just like everybody else. But with Booker out for games three and four, I think there is totally a scenario where they can steal both games three and four and end up winning the series. So that's my answer. Yeah, I think that Chris Paul's leadership can just yeah, I don't win them see, this yeah. series. I don't, and, and, and I don't like, know where like Chris Paul's fadeaway yeah. is yeah. not like, winning you a series. Not fadeaway. His leadership. Leadership. <laughs> leadership. What does that do? What do you mean? What, what, do, do, you, what does that do? Can we define? Can we define? Can we, def- like, no, we define leadership real quick? Yeah, we can define leadership by the fact that when how he when, talks on the court. Not when he, even that, but like <laughs> when he's like he's like, hey, this is happening. Jesus That's Christ. important, but like book, book's not it. there right now, so it's just like yeah, ah. book's not there. But we saw. You think that Chris Paul is going to let Brandon Ingram beat him in a first round series? I don't. I just, I just don't Brandon say Ingram looks like Kevin. The second when he still Kevin has, has no, I understand okay, hold that. Hold on, hold on. He still has DeAndre Ayton. He still yeah. has yeah. Mikael Bridges. And last year, Mikhail. Mikhail, for remind. <laughs> if I'm wrong, correct me, please. Did Cameron Payne not step in for CP3 last year and play pretty, pretty darn well saying. in the playoffs in the postseason? If Campaign comes in and plays for Booker, he obviously nobody's Devin Booker. I'm not saying that. But if you get Chris Paul and Campaign on the court, who in Campaign I believe is a like low-key a better playmaker than Devin Booker is in terms of just passing and setting guys up, you have those guys along with Jay Crowder, another veteran. Off the bench, you got Cam Johnson, who's a good shooter, great shooter in that. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You're not losing to the Pelicans. It might go a few more games. They might steal one at home. They'll get one more it'll, game. Yeah, it'll go Tops. six, and the Suns are going to win. Let's not all freak Tops. out. Like They'll get one more game. Yeah, Tops. let's not all freak out. Let's I think it's going to be out. fine. So Blah. I think we're all three going Phoenix, right? Yes. Okay. So then, what happens if I'm right? Does I get a reward? Then you get bragging rights on our on the, on the uh, yes. if they win, you get bragging rights on the show. You can tell us all off. Okay. Um, four five matchup, Mavericks Jazz. It's tied one one without Luka Doncic. And when is what is his? There's no report? timeline on when he comes back yet. That's I haven't crazy. heard anything. And Jalen Brunson, what a game in game Unreal. two. Forty one points on twenty five shots. Hell of a showing by Jalen Brunson, former Villanova player, played under mm-hmm. Jay Wright. A little yep. connection there, but mm-hmm. Mavericks Jazz. I don't, know where, I don't know where to go with this because if Luca was playing, I go Mavericks yeah. all day. But he's not playing. Well, I, feel I just going, read. I feel it's going to seven. I just read up. He's questionable for game three. Okay. So he's at least going to so play all, game four. Gonna, yeah. So he's on the way back. If he's questionable game three, he should be good game three. Right, so which means that I, I would take, I would I, take I, Dallas. I'll go Dallas in like seven. Even if they got to Dallas in seven. Dallas in seven. Because I think the Jazz will win this game yeah. at home. I thought, but then I, it's, 
I thought everybody would say I was crazy for taking no, Dallas. No, 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 no. If the Jazz go, if the Jazz win Game Three, let's say at home, which is you know like, probably likely, and then Dallas gets Luca back for Game Four and the rest of the series, I can see them winning. And maybe even they can win three in a row, win it in six, maybe. I think this Dallas team's a little six. bit better than everyone thought. It is like you know, it uh, is. like without. Because well, and, you know, and, and you know what you know what move made them that good? Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes. Dinwiddie That's was what huge. did it for them. Because he is such a good playmaker off the bench. And when he was part of that Brooklyn team that had like oh, D-Lo, the super fun Brooklyn oh, team boy. that was dancing on the bench and all that yeah. stuff, Dinwiddie mm. was a huge part of that team. Yeah. And now I honestly think that the, between him and Jalen Brunson and the rest of those guys, like Max Maxi Kleber that are there, Dwight Powell, like a lot of their role player guys, Reggie Bullock. They'll do their jobs. They'll do their jobs, but without Luka, Brunson and Dinwiddie have like become like the two of them combined are like the Luke, like they're not they're not Luka Doncic, but like numbers wise and filling in the gaps they're missing from Luka, those two combined can do that. Mm-hmm. And they can keep game three close without Luka if he doesn't play. And then Luka it, comes back and then yeah. I mean, uh, forget about if they if they if they steal game even, three without him. Then it'll end in five. Yeah, but, but questionable but five questionable Luca could still play Game Three. He's quite like yeah, yeah exactly. If he's there. I would I don't, not force him to come back. I think not he, force him. I'm they saying, can, but they can steal Game Three. Right, they can win without him. Yeah, they you, they tonight? Tonight? If you can comfortably win without Luca, I mean that's beautiful. Yeah, I would, definitely. I would, in no scenario, in any way, would I force so, him. So, but back. we'll pick our picks. Connor, who's your pick? I'm going the Mavs. I just, I just think that the Jazz are a regular season team. I just don't think that they're built for the playoffs. Jacob. Yeah, me too. And hopefully right, Donovan will be on his way to uh, yeah, the will. Mecca, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see about New that. New York kid, please come home. I always, I also have the Mavs. Yeah, no, I, I promise have... you most panels of four people wouldn't all take the Mavs, but we're confident in them. No, yeah, I'm definitely I wrote try- down the Mavs. I'm not going to change my pick. Yet. No, 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 I agree. I, 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 I was going to because I'm like, dude, I'm confident in the Mavs as well. Um, and yeah, so, we'll go, lose so then we go Suns, Mavericks, or we'll have for him, Pel- Pelicans, Mavericks. So we'll go Pelicans, yeah. Mavs. Peyton, do you have the eighth seed making it to the uh, conference finals? Um, Probably not. But like, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably not. I think it could happen. I think it's... Who are you picking, Mavericks or Pelicans? Mavericks or Can Pelicans. I just remind you that the Pelicans were 15 games under 500 this yeah, year? Yeah, they, exactly. they were the 10 seed. Um, hey, better than the Lakers, though, am I right? I'm gonna go. With <laughs> the, oh, I'm, gonna go I'm gonna go with the Mavericks on this one. All right. Oh, Mavs. good. I don't that's know good. Why. Okay, I'm fine with good that. Good job. Because I'm going to do that. That's fine. That's, that's fine. That's so they, great. They could beat the Suns, but they I can't just, beat the I, Mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think they can. <laughs> uh, whatever. All right. Um, Jacob, Mavericks or Suns, who do you have? Come Assu- on, Tito, right? Come Assu- on. Assuming D-Book and Luka are healthy. Yeah. Come who on. Who do you have? Right? Suns. No, no way. You have Suns? Dude, if he's back, I mean... There's, like I said, there's only one team that could beat the healthy Suns, and that's the Warriors. Yeah, I not mean, one other team in the league could beat them. Uh, on the West, sorry, in the West. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Suns just because they have they have. Assuming so much, they're healthy they, by then too. Yeah, but they had a deep. They have a, they had a deep boy candidate, top three in Mikael Bridges, a top ten center in DeAndre Ayton, a budding star. Again, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Jay Crowder is probably the most like uh, not talked about player. He's huge for them. He's like their Bobby Portis, they're like their PJ lose Tucker. To the Pelicans, though. No, they're not. Books out. The Suns. I think so the three of us agree. Suns are in the Western Conference Finals. He has the. Pay- I would the Mavericks. Say. Okay, we'll move on to the bottom. Uh, the, the bottom two uh, matchups: Warriors Nuggets. I believe that's two zero Warriors. Both blowout games. Connor's looking at me funny. Who do you have in this series? Warriors, Not Nuggets? only are the Golden State Warriors winning this series, I think they're winning the whole thing. Wow. Oh, jeez. So you, you have. You're giving us a little preview. Warriors yes. Bucks. And what, the Warriors, Warriors Bucks in the finals, and I, I and I think that the Warriors return. They, 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 NBA they, glory. They bring the Larry O'Brien Trophy yes. back to Golden State. Yes. Jacob, who do you have? Warriors Nuggets. In this series, I have the Warriors yeah, okay. who are up 2-0. Well. I don't think anyone's going to have the Warriors, Nuggets to I, come back. I yet. had the Warriors beforehand anyway. So I mean, Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, who do you have? I got Dace Nuggets. 
Wayne oh, Fatino. God. No, um, what's, your, what's your favorite, like, favorite hamburger? You mean like fast food? Yeah, like, wait, what no. That, what does that mean, Jake? No. What does that mean, man? I, I, I <laughs> you gotta just, you gotta, you gotta give me something here. I'm not picking up what you're putting down with that. I like Bubba Burgers from a freezer. From a fast food joint, I would do a DQ. From a medium level spot, I would do a Five Guys. Five Guys is pretty good. And from a high end spot, from where I'm from, this place called The Fix, about 15, 20 minutes from me, it got a pretty banging burger with prosciutto, fried prosciutto <laughs> and uh, mozzarella and uh, this like uh, Big Mac kind of sauce. And the fries are gas. Yeah. They got stuffed mushrooms and appetizers. Have you been to Fuddruckers before? Dude, what's, up with, what's up with Fuddruckers? I heard about that. You bro. heard about that? I never heard of that in my life. No, is, no, people in Texas. Is it say, a burger? Yes, it's, it's closer to me. Um, if. My family's listening right now. They know exactly what I'm talking about. It is unbelievable. Like, they can, like, triple stack a patty and sl- and smack it on there, and it'll be the greatest thing you've ever is, had in your you know, life. As people from Jersey, is Jersey Mike's any good? First off, Jersey Mike's isn't only in Jersey. <laughs> First off, there's no Jersey Mike's from where I am. So well, they're I, everywhere. I, I, well, I didn't know that. I don't care. Is it any good? It's solid. It's like... What's up with the, the sub? Is, it, it, what the hell is a sub in a tub? What the hell is that? I do why not am, know what that is. Why, okay, why am I interested in that? Here's the truth. It's not bad. Is that, a, but if is, you've, that is that literally a sam, is that sandwich parts in a bowl? Is that what that is? I don't even know what. The, who would order that? Is that what that I is? Don't, I've had the turkey club. I've had the prosciutto. I've had the Jersey, ham. I've had the Jersey, <laughs> salami. Jersey Mike's. You're from Jersey, right? I've been there like probably 10 times in my what life. Me too. Probably less than why 10. Why the hell do Jersey people like I don't know. What a tub. I don't know what that would it's be. It's a promiscuous phrase, and it just doesn't make any sense. But to me, it's me, very vague. And it what I was saying off. was that it's not bad, but oh. if you've ever been to a real Italian deli before, you're not going to enjoy it. Why? Like, you're not going to be, like, mad that you got it because well, it's, it's like decent. Sub, it's like Subway, but, like, it's like it's they're like, trying to act like they're It's like, like when you Subway. go to this. No, it's like it, it's better than Subway. I'll say that. How much better? A little bit. So it's not, yeah. That's, because I think Subway's garbage. Think, Subway's garbage. No, I'd say it's like... Subway's garbage. I think Subway is gross. I think Subway is... Subway is subpar. You just said Subway's gross, and guess what he said? I said, how much better is Jersey Mike's Subway? He goes, a little bit. Jersey but Mike's I never said Jersey Mike's was that good. You said Jersey Mike's... I said it's okay. One out of ten, I think Jersey if, Mike's if, like if a Subway six. Subway is gross. If Subway's a three... Jersey Mike's is this far above Subway, I didn't say this. Jersey Mike's sucks. I didn't say it was a minuscule... It's a little bit better. Okay, I'll say this instead. It's a fair amount better. Okay. So it's like a two to a five. Subway's no, a three. If, if Subway's, Subway's a three. A two. Subway's a two. Then this is a five. Okay. All right. Tino has returned, so we can get off of this. You know, we were talking about Jersey Mike's. <laughs> Somehow. I just don't get what sub in a tub is. It's stupid I don't know what the hell it is. All right. So let's go to our conference finals matchups in the West, which... Oh, sorry. You have to give your picks. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So Memphis and Minnesota. Memphis and Minnesota. Minnesota. All right. So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the Grizzlies pick that I had originally. I will say it was. It's not gonna be as as easy as I thought it would be, or as quick of a series as I believed it was gonna be, because the emergence of Anthony Edwards, former number one pick out of Georgia. Oh my God! Can this this guy is a? I was talking about Jason Tatum as a bucket. Devin Booker is a bucket. This kid can hit every single shot in the book. I'm gonna go with Memphis though to move on to the semis. To face the Warriors. Yes. And against the Warriors. No way. I have the Memphis Grizzlies knocking off the Golden State Warriors. John Morant, no. Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr. and the crew are going to knock off Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson. That's Jordan. absurd, Tina. No, it's not absurd. It's absurd. I, it's abs- what do you mean it's absurd? I think it's absurd. He spent is, too much time in La La Land. How is that absurd? <laughs> I, think, I think it's I've absurd. I've been in La La too well. Like, how, I think okay, it's crazy. Me, how is it crazy? Tell me. How is it crazy? Because I can't think of one scenario in my head where the Grizzlies have any chance against 
against the Warriors whatsoever. I think they have zero chance. I think they have that, zero chance. Okay, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams is better than. We'll go matchup by matchup position. Stephen uh, Adams. Good. No. Go okay. Ahead. Ja Morant, Steph Curry. Steph Curry's better. Yes. Ja is Ja is very good, but Steph's better. By a lot. Clay Thompson, Desmond, uh, well, D- Dylan Brooks. Clay's better right now. Dylan Brooks has been very, very good this season. Are then you kidding go- me? What? Desmond Schmooks. Clay dude. Thompson is ten times better than Dylan yeah, Brooks. Wow, coming off injury, Clay's. <laughs> yeah, I said, no, yeah, okay. I, say, I said Clay's better. I'm saying yeah. off injury, he's not as he's not as much better as he would have yes. been. Is my point. I agree. Desmond Bain, Andrew Wiggins. Toss up. I don't think Andrew Wiggins is that much better than Desmond Bain. I think Desmond Bain, when Jaw's out, Desmond Bain is a huge, huge reason why they went 18 and 2 without John Morant. So I'd give it a toss up, maybe give it to Desmond just for this season. Draymond Jaron Jackson Jr. Offensively, Jaron Jackson Jr. Defensively, Draymond Green. Offensively, offensively, Jaron Jackson Jr. We're talking about the playoffs. Draymond Green? Offensively, it's, defensively, it's Draymond. Offensively, it is Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson's going to score four points on him. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay. Steven Adams is better than Kevon Looney. I'm going with the... And what about Jordan Poole? Yeah, Jordan Poole's a bench guy with Clay now, no? Isn't it Clay? Oh, yeah, but it Clay and he plays 25 awesome minutes and he scores yeah. 18 points. Yeah. Clay, Clay can sit down now because he has somebody to come in for. They were even saying today on sports radio that they might, that there's a chance they could actually bring Shift Poole it. into the lineup and whoa, get rid of Clay. Whoa, the whoa. Trade him to the Lakers the or something, the they were saying, as a, as a possibility. The Memphis Grizzlies will be facing the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference Finals. I'm assuming all three of you had Warriors, but... Yeah, I got the Warriors and I got a beat. I doubt about it. You had T-Wolves beating Memphis and then beating Golden State? No, no, no. No, I'm kidding. You oh, got the Warriors beating Memphis. I got the I got the Warriors beating Memphis. Okay, so all three of the Warriors. Yeah. Now, so we're Western Conference Finals now. So you guys all have Phoenix versus Golden State. Who do you have making it out no, of that I series? Had the, wait, didn't I have the Pelicans? No, no, you have the Mavs. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mavs. Sorry, you have, yes. Mavs, Warriors. Okay, <laughs> you two. Right. You two. Suns, Warriors. Who do you both have coming out of that series? You already said yeah, you got Golden the Warriors. Yeah. Oh, you have the Warriors? Oh, yeah, you have the Warriors. Who do you have? You did say the Warriors are the only team that could beat the Suns, but will they beat Another long series. These are all going to be, yeah, I mean. I will go with the Golden State Warriors. Yes. All right. Welcome to the The Mavericks will beat the Golden State Warriors. In the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It feels like the year of of Mr. Doncic. So he has the Mavericks and the Celtics NBA Finals. <laughs> what a finals that's going to be. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? No, it would. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like... That'd make me excited. I, I, Lord I, have mercy. I love Peyton's hot takes back from when he said the oh, Ravens man. were going to make the Super Bowl. We're going to make the Super Bowl. I said the Bengals were going to make the Super Bowl like six months before they did. They you did. Jacob said and, I was crazy. That's no, true. I said listen. They, so whatever. Peyton, Peyton gives his hot takes and he is right sometimes, but also sometimes he is wrong. That's just if how that is a though. finals matchup, I will give you $100. Shake, shake your hand right now. I'm gonna ready. Oh. Shaking their hands, they have shook hands now. And you give him like five. If the Celtics <laughs> and Mavericks make the finals, no, I'll, no, I'll give you ten if it's not. If okay. the Celtics and Mavericks, Celtics and Mavericks finals, Connor will be giving Peyton a hundred dollars. If it is not Peyton, will be giving Connor a whole ten dollars. <laughs> what a bet that is. Um, all right, so I have the Suns and the Grizzlies. Going to get a new haircut with yeah, that. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. I have the Suns and the Grizzlies. I, I have the Bucks coming out of the East. Do you really? And I have the Memphis Grizzlies coming out of the Western Conference. Lord I have mercy on my soul. We are going to see. No, he's just a job. Uh, I'm not a job bandwagon. Not TikTok, so clickbait. you're telling me. You're telling me. Over the next. Like John's going to go to the finals. I said, no, the Grizzlies are going to go to the finals. Over the next six weeks, you think the Grizzlies will beat the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns? Yes, they beat the Phoenix Suns without John Morant, and the Phoenix was fully healthy with Devin Booker, CP3, and the whole team. Okay. 
Okay, that is regular season. It was. It's regular season. November. Okay. <laughs> the Gri- mm, man. The Grizzlies. If, if they're able to. Dino, let me tell you something. You're out of your mind. That's all I gotta say. You you're out, you're out, out your damn mind. Let's go back to the hamburger talk. You okay. thought I was out of my mind when I said Minnesota would make the playoffs, and you were like, "Are you crazy? You out of your mind? Are you crazy? Okay. How are they gonna make it?" Minnesota. That's not what I said. Now. That's not what I said. What did you say? I told you they'd be in the play-in, and what, where where were they? Playoffs. Playing. <laughs> and they, and they made it out of the play. And now it's in the playoffs. Bottom line is we were both right. I'm so Grizzlies and Bucks over there. Yeah, I got the Grizzlies and the Bucks. Are the Grizzlies going to win now? What? Are the Grizzlies winning the finals too? Let's see. Connor, you have the Warriors. Jacob, who do you have? Warriors, Bucks. He has Warriors, Bucks. Yes, I have Warriors. Oh, you, know, wait, yeah. you, you have Suns, Bucks? I have the Heat. Oh, you have Heat. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to forget who you guys had. Heat, Warriors, meat. Heat. Okay, Warriors, Heat. Who do you got? Oh, you want me to go first? Well, he already said Warriors are going to win. Join me. Come on. Connor already said the Warriors Join earlier. If, if that series really does Join happen, you do it. I, 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 if that series happens, I'd probably have to go to Golden State. Yes. And I am picking that series to happen. So okay. I guess the Warriors are my champions. Thank Mr. you. Mr. Celtics Mavericks over there. Uh, <laughs> so of, of course, you got the Celtics. The Celtics are going to win the NBA championship. Who, 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 who are you a fan of again? I forget. Who are you a fan of again? He's pointing at his jacket. The Boston Celtics. Okay, I have the Grizzlies and the Bucks. I like how we all had different finals matchups, though. Yes. I like that. That it all came. out. I like how only two of them were realistic, which are being honest. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, the Heat are realistic. Sure. Okay, the Heat are realistic. I'm they joking. were the first. Can I? Can first you? Seed? Oh, get away. Whatever. Grizzlies. Bucks. Get away. Get away. I really, I, I really hope you pick the Grizzlies to win the Grizzlies, NBA finals. Grizzlies. Bucks. I am going with the, the Milwaukee Bucks to win the NBA Finals back to back. Giannis will win back to back Finals MVPs. Giannis is the greatest player on the planet. The Bucks are probably one of the, if not the best team in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks will be back to back NBA champions. You're out your damn mind. I am not at all. We we're gonna. Move. Just, I think. He listen, just literally scripted a TikTok on radio. Right? You know what's crazy? About? You know what's that crazy? Why you don't believe that? You know what's crazy? You don't really believe that. You know what's crazy? That. The Grizzlies might not even get out of the first That's round. What I'm saying. I think let alone make it to the finals. I I think the Grizzlies. Memphis is. Making the finals. I honestly think that my Mavericks <laughs> pick is better than your Memphis pick. It is not at all because they're, is. Memphis is actually healthy right I think now. It is. You know I think what it they is. say. Luke, Playoff Luke, basketball, Luke, yeah, Luke anything can back. happen. Lucas I just don't think three. this will happen. Questionable, but Memphis is hurt. Who else is hurt? Oh, Who else is hurt? It was mad. Okay. Look on the floor. It doesn't matter. Peyton, I don't want to talk about this the anymore. Same. I yeah. have the Grizzlies in the NBA. Actually, you know what? I do want to keep talking about this. No. The Grizzlies are going to make the NBA Finals because of their depth. They have such a good bench and such a good wealth of talent. Around who's them. on the bench? you got so much depth. Who's on the bench? Who's on their bench? Tyus Jones, who's been... <laughs> okay, Tyus <laughs> Jones. Whoa. Stop it. He's Tyus Jones is going to be an at, NBA champion. Look at not make them. Bro, they had guys in their starting lineup that wouldn't even make the Suns roster. Dylan Brooks? What are you talking about? Dylan, dude, <laughs> Dylan Brooks it? last year dropped like 40 points in a playoff game. Probably averages like eight a game. Yeah, yeah eight boy. a game. Sure. Okay. That's what we thought about Grayson Allen. The guy was like 15. So you, you, you just you, love Grayson Allen. No, I I, I understand. <laughs> that. I never said a word about Grayson Allen. No, I understand. I, I understand the fact that Grayson Allen is a good NBA player, and when people he's oh, okay, he's not good. He's okay. He's okay. I mean, yeah, he's okay. Tyus Allen. Jones has been one of you. Tyus Jones has been one of the best backup point guards in the NBA so far this year. Then you have guys like Zion Williams. Huh? Since Jaws been out. When John was out for that stretch, what do you think was part of the reason they went 18-2? and two? It was because of Tyus Jones. That was part of the reason. Then you get Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, Steven Adams. They have a very, very They're good team. They're all starters. I understand, but they... 
You well, just told me how great well, their bench I, was. I was explaining his thing about, oh, when Ja was out, I was saying it was a combination of Tyus and the starters. Bench-wise, you also have Zaire Williams, a great young player out of Stanford who's a high flyer. He's almost like an Obi Toppin kind of player that can really... Get, you know, give a spark to the team. What are you laughing at, bro? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just find it so funny. Dude, I swear to God, no, this no. always happens where you... you no, you, no, no. It's no. always you. You always laugh, and you get screwed for it. That is, it is always dude, you he told already. me the Timberwolves were going to be in the play. Dude, I told him they were going to be in the play-in. He said they were going to be top six. And they were and, one away from it. They were well, three games out of it. I wasn't wrong. True. We're getting side. We're getting side. I, I think with this specifically, now because you think it's so outlandish. It's not. They're two seed, dude. Yes, that's the other thing. They've been. They played. Yeah, they've been really good. They've been, dude. And what, what, the fact what, that you think what, it's so funny is Connor, making me feel I'm going to say this to you, Connor. Sure, okay. there. What proves it to me, Connor, is that when Jaw was out, they were 18 and two. They had the best record with with their star being that's, out. That is so fair. That's, 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 that's a team. That, that is a, fair. That's a team dynamic. It's not just Jaw. It's a team. They are. They are a better overall. And this is crazy to say. I'm not saying that they're play like they're specifically better than some players in the Warriors, like Curry and Clay. In my opinion, they are the second best overall team in the West behind the Phoenix who, Suns. Who, 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 who are the best overall teams in the NBA right now? Phoenix, <laughs> Memphis, and Milwaukee, and then Miami four. In my opinion, if I had to go four, I think Miami, I'm, I'm, you're out your damn you're mind. You're out your mind. I think I think Memphis Miami, is top Miami, two. They, Miami, Miami cannot survive without. Okay, if Jimmy Butler was out, Miami would not have gone 18 and two. If uh, even when Devin Booker or no, when Chris Paul went out, Phoenix still managed to have a good record. Those were the two teams when their stars were out that had such a good record in the Western Conference. Let's just slow it down for a second. You're saying the Memphis Grizzlies are going to go into Golden State, win four out of seven against multiple three-time champions yes. with a three-time championship yes. coach. So that's yes. one round. Yes. And then they move to Phoenix. Yes. Who's been the most dominant team for the 65, last... 65 wins. Four yes. Wins. And win four out of seven there as well. Yes. And how many games with the Bucks? Probably two. One or two. So that series goes six. Yeah. I, I, I'll say I'll say it'll go six. Milwaukee will win in six, same as it did last year against Phoenix. Seven. You know Milwaukee was a three seed, and the Suns were like one of the best teams in like recent NBA history. Just saying. What do you mean? So in I, this season, you mean? Yes. The, the, yeah, Bucks were a three seed. Phoenix was the... I, I know. So, logically, but you want to say all this stuff, and the, the the whole the whole thing is you want to talk about regular season teams. How do we know Phoenix wasn't a regular season team? Because they, they went to the finals last year. No, okay, that was uh, that was last year. I'm saying where were the Grizzlies last year? Phoenix's team hasn't changed since last year. They're better than last it's year. It's the same damn team, Tino. In fact, I think they're better than last <laughs> it's year. Literally the same team. They didn't lose one guy. Not that I know. No. They Jay didn't. Crowder, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. John, what changed, Tino? They lost Landry Shamit. That's what changed. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the reason. reason. That's, that's the reason. They lost Landry Shamit. That's, that's no, where they lost. Tino, realistic, there's no way that this team beats Golden State no. and then beats Phoenix. No. Okay, that's your guys' opinion. All in Memphis, a span of 14 days. When Memphis, will be in the, when Memphis is in the NBA Finals, eat my words, buddies. Why All do right. the Pelicans are going to be Kings anyway? So yeah, you, yeah, you, Memphis is going to be hosting Game Booker's 3. Out. Booker's, Booker's out. out. Booker's out. He's defending Phoenix. Do you know, he picked New Orleans. Why is he defending Phoenix? Do you know how much higher the odds of beating Phoenix are is when Devin Booker is yes, out? Yes, I understand. So, I just, the Pelicans probably have, percentage-wise... The highest percentage chance to beat the Phoenix Suns, considering they've already won one game and they have two games ahead of them without Devin Booker in yeah. the lineup, I would say that the Pelicans have the best 
shot that of is, beating the Suns. I'm not saying, I'm not, team I'm not saying it's wrong. Play if they, what I'm saying, it's like, funny that you're defending Phoenix, but you picked him. I get why you picked him. It's just funny. We'll move on. You guys, I know you guys want to talk about hockey, baseball a little bit. So, Connor, kick off some baseball talk. Baseball talk, or yeah. do you want to go hockey first, Peyton? Uh, what do you think? Or, I mean... What do you think? Do we want to go straight to the finals? I mean, we can, we can, we can, if you have something. I don't, have, like, I, don't, I don't have anything to offer to the finals conversation at No, I mean about no, hockey. Yeah, just think. talk about hockey well, a little I bit. I will rattle off some hockey things. Some things that have been happening. Final five games of the regular season 10. are here. Yeah, and the Hurricanes in the last ten are 5-5-0. Five, five, and oh. And that's kind of it, or 5-0-5, five, oh, five, whatever it is. Kind of interesting to me. The Hurricanes are at the top of their respective conference. I can't remember exactly. Rangers are coming for them. Rangers are definitely coming for them, and Rangers are much scarier than the Hurricanes. What I'd like to say you about the Hurricanes so? is I think the Hurricanes are not scary at all, and I think the Hurricanes are, you kidding are me? most likely going to get bounced in the first or second round because they're weak defensively. Oh their goal attending is weak. Weak defensively? Weak defensively. Weak. Weak defensively. When they get a one nothing lead, they shut the whole game down. Weak defensively. Oh, weak, my God. Weak defensively. They, they got shut out by a team called the Detroit Red Wings about okay. two games ago. All right. They've been on a skid the past month and a half. I don't know why. They it's were better so to do it now than in the playoffs. No, it's the worst time to do it now. I this don't know. You should be picking on momentum. This is why a team like New York right now is looking so scary to me. And a team like Toronto is looking so scary to me. And a team like... Toronto's got to end up playing Tampa Bay. So, I mean, we'll see. I will tell you the two scariest teams in the league right now. The Florida Panthers, who are... 10 0 0 in their last 10 and are amassing 116 total points. They're losing early. I think so. Regular season team, all they do is score. I don't think that their defense can hold up. You hear this guy? I mean, I, I honestly would, I would have more confidence in the Hurricanes myself than the Panthers in a playoff series. <laughs> if I want to be honest with you. In my limited, you guys? With my limited oh knowledge my of hockey, oh my God. I've been keeping up on the Florida oh Panthers. And I remember that we, when I had a discussion with Peyton, it was like last semester earlier, you know, like before I left for L.A. But if I do remember, I think I had the Panthers in terms of like their goalie and just all aspects of their team as one of the best teams in the NHL when I was talking with you. So I don't see how, I mean, again, I'm not, I don't follow hockey a see, lot. The Hurricanes, but I, the Hurricanes are very, 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 I would very, have to say, very, I'd have to say, I'd say the Panthers are more likely to have playoff success than the Hurricanes. And my limited knowledge, but that's just from remembering what the I talked about. The thing with the Hurricanes is that, that Freddie Anderson was playing really hot in the beginning of the year. And I think it was because he got shipped out of Toronto on a bad deal. It was kind of a bad taste in his mouth from what I saw. I don't think he really wanted to leave Toronto. And they kind of forced him out of there and replaced him with a guy named Jack Campbell, who I don't think is as good as uh, Freddie Anderson. So he's been slowing down heavily as of late. Their backup isn't very good. Their goals against average has been like literally through the roof again the last month and a half. Last ten, they're splitting games. They're they're five hundred exactly. Um, I just think losing this much momentum going into the playoffs, especially when teams like Pittsburgh, Colorado, not in their conference, never mind, Pittsburgh, Florida, New York, Boston, Toronto. All these teams are picking up so much steam right now, and you're losing so much momentum in these last few games. I just don't see them really being a problem, um, and I really have no worry about them. Uh, the Avalanche are also 9-1-0 in their last 10 and are also at 116 points in their respective conference, um, which makes me think that the Panthers and the Avalanche are probably the best two teams in the league. Who's going to win the President's point. Trophy out of those two? I think I'm going to say Colorado. I'm going to give it to Florida. All right. I think Florida's game, Florida has looked unbelievably good these past few games, um, especially their last five. Their first five in the last ten, they kind of got through a couple of tough ones. They, they stole a couple of games. Honestly, they were down three in a couple of games, and they came back and won. Um, but these last five, they've been blowing teams out. 
They won an overtime last night. Barkov had a hat trick, but it was still a great game and mm-hmm. a great single-handed effort by one of the best players in the league in Alexander Barkov. So I would give it to the Panthers. I think their goaltending is heating up. Not only is Bobrovsky playing well, Spencer Knight is taking a little bit of the load off him and playing much better than he was in the beginning of the season. Um, and again, I think the momentum gain going into the playoffs, especially in the NHL, is massive, and a momentum loss is also just as massive for a team like the Hurricanes. So, um, yeah. Just wanted to give a couple notes in there, and that's basically all I got. And you know, we've been saying for a couple weeks now that it doesn't matter who you're playing in the Eastern Conference, there's nobody that's a pushover this year. It's, no, it's, it's really unbelievable that every team, again, is going to finish with 100 points. It's so loaded, and even, like, it's crazy that a team like Washington is a pushover. Yeah, um, and, they, and they have 97, I think 97 or 96 points. Yeah, and another great note is that the Golden Knights are likely not going to make the playoffs. What a joke. That's shock. What that's a shocking. joke. And the I, Golden Knights aren't going to make it? They're... They're, the way, in, the they're way, in a the tight way, race the right that, now. The way that, I mean... It's tight? What are they, like four like four points back, something like that? Yeah, and the way Eichel handled the whole Buffalo thing with not really saying much um, throughout the whole tenure of the turmoil that, that, that transpired between him and Buffalo, and then to go to Vegas and to, and to you know, expletive crap on, uh, you know, the Buffalo fans after playing at home and, and getting booed, I don't know to be this bad and not have a not have a good season. I mean, I don't even think he has a point per game. Obviously, he's coming off an injury, but it's yeah. just a joke of of an organization. At this point. To me, they never have had an identity. They constantly move pieces around. I don't really know what they're going for, um, and I, I just don't see it. Uh, if you don't, if you have Eichel and Stone, you're not making the playoffs. And then then I don't know what else you need, honestly. Especially with Theodore and Petro there, you get rid of Flurry and trust Leonard. I don't know if that was a great idea no, at all either. Yeah, I don't, I don't, really I don't have any Leonard. faith in Leonard. I think it was stupid to get rid of Flurry and to give him to Minnesota, I who's agree. probably going to end up beating you. Um, Minnesota's a really sneaky team. I think that, I think that they Minnesota's can make Minnesota's not even sneaky at this point, to be honest, though. Kevin Fiala's, you know, top 15 in the league in points. Kaprizov's top five in the league in points. Um, defensively, they're stout. They have fighters. That's a huge thing. If you look at a team like New York, they've got that's gotten so much better this year. And a guy like Panarin is racking up points. Kreider racking up points. And you want to know why? Because they picked up a guy named Ryan Reeves, and they that's actually right. have space on the ice to move. Yep. People like to think that hockey is moving towards this. Um, oh, it's only about skill-based players, and oh, they all have to have speed, and they all have to be able to move the puck and stick handle. In reality, why does a team like Toronto have Wayne Simmons? Why does a team like New York have Ryan Reeves? Why are they so successful this year specifically when they pick up bruisers? Because guys like that make space for other guys all over the ice every single time. It doesn't matter if they're on the ice, if they're on the bench, they're there. And if you hit one of the best guys on that team, you're going to have to pay the price, and that is a massive Massive component of hockey, and it's not going away anytime soon. I don't care what anybody says. No, yeah, then, then, you know, you're right because, you know, another point going back to the Rangers with Reeves, they might be getting um, uh, Sammy Blay back for the playoffs. Huge. I mean, he, he tore his ACL in, I think, late October, early November. It's been about, been about like six or seven months for, for recovery. So, you know, if the Rangers can somehow get him get him back for the playoffs, that's going to be huge for Laugh them. Laugh seems to be heating up as well. You see that goal he scored the other day? Pretty dirty. Yeah, very dirty. I think if he can do that a couple more times, then maybe they'd have a shot. But yeah, I don't see. know. He needs to heat up, seriously, for them to have a real, real shot. 17 goals in year two. It's not... Too bad. Goals, that's not bad. That's pretty bad. It's for a first bad. overall pick? Come on now. Looking for oh, what, what, do you expect Austin Matthews? Do you think him to be Austin Matthews and score 60? No, I don't expect him to be Austin Matthews, but a guy like Kirill Kaprizov comes over to the wild as a free agent. He's dropping hundreds <clears> of, <throat> of, I mean, he has 100 points, I think, now. So. Not for New Year's also on the third line. So, I mean, fair enough, really fair nothing enough, fair he can do. But does he deserve to be on the second line? No. Well, yeah, I mean, they got Cop and Strom and Panarin there, so exactly. they're, really they're all producing much higher than he yeah. is. So, but again, they all have to hit on all cylinders. If if Laugh begins to heat up and Hedo begins to heat up, and that third line produces as well, with Shesterkin and that in the defensive 
core that they have, man, I do not want Rangers to haven't given up a goal in three games. I would not like to see New York at all. No. Not at all. No. But, yeah, that's my hockey points. So yeah. that's that. All right, sounds good. I think we'll move on to our final little yep, fun yeah. topic. We were going to debate or, you know, give our list of the top five ever NBA final series, if I am not mistaken. Connor, I'm going to start with you. I think we'll go five to one, right? Like we always yeah, do. Connor, yeah. give me your fifth best NBA final fifth. series of all time. Um, this one personally for me is my number one, but I put it five for all time. Mavs Heat in 2011. Interesting. Okay. I just think it was a great story for Dirk um, Nowitzki to win his one and only title. Um, you know, I, this this really like made it my favorite for me because I, th- I don't know if it was game three or game four, but when LeBron and Wade were mocking him for being sick when he had like the flu like yep. symptoms, yep. and he just turned it on and took it to them. I I I think it was their first year together, right, or their second year? What LeBron? And the Heat. Yeah, yeah. It was the second year. year. No, the second year. year. First year they were oh. together. Yeah. So, um, and uh, LeBron's first chance at a title, and he took him down. It was just a great story. So that's number five for me. Jacob, number five. Um, I wanted to have like one. Oh, I'll just show you the t- like the one that I was considering, but I would have it six, which was the final Bulls uh, Jordan championship with the mm-hmm. shot. I have that six. I completed a three P. Obviously, we know the last dance, the storylines of it, yada yada. But fifth, I wanted to just have one old one in there, and it's not—it's really not biased at all because it's considered like the greatest game seven of all time. I put the Knicks and Lakers yes. game seven, our first ever championship. What in Willis, the seventies with Willis? Nineteen seventy. Right? It was considered. They said it was the greatest. People have said it's one of the best acts of the human spirit across all athletics. Yeah, Willis Reed completely tore. His leg open in Game 6, limped onto the court in Game 7, and then guarded Wilt Chamberlain for 48 minutes, and the Knicks won their first ever championship. New York-LA matchup, obviously significance of that. You had a variety of Hall of Famers. Walt Frazier scored 36 points in Game 7. It was really like the first true Game 7 in NBA history that Mm -hmm. had the significance that it did. And I, like I said, I just wanted to have one older one in there, so I have that fifth. I actually have like a few old ones in here, which kind of surprising, but I have the 1988 Los Angeles Lakers versus Detroit Pistons. Oh, yeah. The Bad Boy Pistons versus yep. the Showtime Lakers. James mm-hmm. Worthy dropped a 40-piece in that series. Um, seeing Dennis Rodman pre-Chicago get, go up against those guys, just, it was, you know, what, I, what I've read in some articles described as a clash of basketball ideology, where it was just... Two of the most iconic group, like uh, group, uh, team groupings, whatever phrase you want to use, just like those, because you know those teams by their monikers of the 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 um, Showtime Lakers and the Bad Boy Pistons. Yeah, that was just probably again. Like I mean, I, I never got to watch it live. Obviously, none of us were born at that time. But in my opinion, an older one from the late '80s, one of the best final series of all time: mm-hmm. Lakers versus Pistons at number five. Connor, who's your number four? Number four, I'm going the '93 Finals: Bulls and Suns. Yeah. Um. I, I I think that Phoenix was the favorite to win that series going in it, yeah. because you know they had a great year with Barkley and those guys, but you know that's that's when that's when Jordan came to life and just took Jordan over just and said, yeah. was and was able to get it done for the Bulls what was again. Seventy two win, uh, seventy two win year was that ninety five, ninety five. Yeah. But the thing is, okay. they killed everyone. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. was, I was just curious. And so. in that series, was that the uh, Paxson? Three pointer to win against the Suns. Um, I think it I was. Believe, uh, yeah, yeah, because Paxson was there in the first yeah. run, so I believe it was the Phoenix series. Yeah, yeah you're right. All right, that's your number four. Jacob, who's your number four? I have a Jordan one at four, too, but not the same one. I have 97, which was them beating the Jazz 4-2 in that series. There was the flu game in game five, and then in game six, the Steve Kerr shot. So what a series that was. And just a little bit of extra significance of it was that year, Malone beat Jordan by one vote in the MVP. 
Yep. And then he came back and he kicked their butts in, in Utah. So just the full kind of end around um, one of Jordan's greatest, you know, championships. And yep. That's number four for me. Number yep. four, I have uh, 1984 Lakers-Celtics Magic versus Larry Bird. Um, probably one of the uh, – I don't even want to say the greatest, but I feel like it's hard to find another uh, player rivalry. It's not even close. Yeah. 100%. They were rivals in college. Yeah, another player rivalry that spans the length of how long they were rivals for, just the intensity of their rivalry. Went seven games. Yeah, how they, exactly. That one went seven games. Uh, Bird was the finals MVP. Celtics had the better, the Celtics had won 62 games that season. Just, it's just, it's. All I have to say about it is it's Larry versus Magic. You yep. get him in Indiana State with Michigan State in, in 1979, I believe it was, when they faced off in the national championship game. Yep. And then five years later, you get the most iconic clash of players ever, arguably ever in sports. Yeah. Larry yep. Bird versus Magic Johnson. Like I've watched a 30 for 30 on ESPN of just... Like the, the the fans from Boston, like we don't want Magic, like mm-hmm. all this stuff, like get out of here, Larry, like all like just all that stuff. Yeah, it, I'm talking about it. It's so iconic. Mm-hmm. It is the it is the best uh, player rivalry of all time in sports. I will say that. But yeah, '84 Celtics Lakers, mm-hmm. also one of the best. Just. Team rivalries in general, Lakers, Celtics, yeah, obviously. No but doubt. 84, yeah. Connor, number three. Number three, I got Bulls, Jazz in 97. Yeah. Um, it, it's just crazy to think about that Jordan at, I think, like, like what, like 75% can still beat those top guys in Stockton and Malone at 100%. So, you know, just that that was, like, the ultimate, you know, series win for Michael Jordan, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, number three, Bulls, Jazz. I had the same that you had at 14 or at three. Uh, Celtics-Lakers, obviously best team rivalry and best player rivalry. So you have both. And the series went seven games. Each team had like four Hall of Famers, which is crazy. You had James Worthy in the mix. Yeah. Mikhail, all those guys. So uh, that's third for me. Okay. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but the 98 finals for Michael Jordan when he played, um, it was, 98 was the last. It was the last yeah, one. Which was, was when he had the shot. Yeah, it was when he had the game winner. Okay, that's what I'm putting at number three. Yeah. Number three, I have the 1997-98 NBA finals rematch of the Jazz and the, and the Bulls. And watching the last dance, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember Stockton saying that like he felt going into that series that, yeah. rematch that was their year they were yes. going to get it because they were better than they were better, better. Than, they were even better than the year prior Malone had a, a fantastic year I don't believe he won MVP that year but still he had a fantastic mm. year along with Stockton they felt they were better equipped and MJ said no 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 I'm coming in <laughs> once again he comes in and not only he hits probably he hits if not the most iconic game winner, one of the most iconic game winning shots of all time, and just holds it up there, holds the hand, like leans it like that. Picture of that moment, the crossover on Byron Russell. That is my number three, ninety eight Bulls Jazz, the final season, that, uh, the final season that yes. the Bulls had any success for a while, yeah. for a long, long, long time. time. But yeah. Well, we all have the same top two, so yeah. let's see how we order it. Order it number two. I'm assuming we all do. Yeah. Let's see, Connor. What's your number two? Uh, Heat Spurs 2013. Number two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody knows what happened do there. We all have that. Do you Ray have that Allen. Two that's as well? my order yeah. as well. Okay, I got so I Ray think... Allen two and the comeback one. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say yeah. That's so we can like just kind of discuss about both of them now because I mean 2016 has to be the best finals. How is that it's not? Unreal. It's, it's it's the only time it's ever been done. You know, never seen yeah. another, another player team come back from three one. You have the moments where LeBron dropped 41 in back to back games. Him and Kyrie both dropped. 41 in the same game five. J.R. Smith also played. Oh my God, J.R. Smith, he's playing golf now in college, but yeah. he was back, you know, back then he was knocking down shots for Cleveland. Um, and LeBron had a, had a 30 point triple double in game seven, mm-hmm. uh, to, or it was like 29 points. You yeah. give him 30 point triple double in game seven. Uh, and, you know, the, the block heard, the block heard around the world. Like it was that finals, you can't debate anything better. But I was 
I say you can't debate anything better, but I was fairly close to putting Miami San Antonio number close. one because that's. I said Jordan was probably one of the most iconic shots. So was Ray Allen's, oh. and like I can distinctly as a, as like a as a. What was that 2013? 13, so I'm yeah. 20. Yeah, like as like a as like an 11 year old, 10 year old Tino fan sitting there like, hey, we're, <laughs> like Tino is a fan rooting for LeBron. I'm sitting there in my like oversized LeBron Miami Heat jersey, and I can still remember being in the living room and hearing the bang, bang, well, like Boston Allen, like the, just the call itself. Like, Five seconds from losing the whole thing. Th- that's what I'm saying. Like they had the, the yellow tape was already coming out from stopping the, the, the Lombardi Trophy had already not uh, yeah or the Larry O'Brien Trophy had already been wheeled out, get ready to be presented to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. The spur, it was ready, and Miami could feel it. Like when you watch the documentary that, or not, like the the mini movie or whatever it's called, like of the, of this series, you see the like, guys like Chalmers, Ray Allen, Shane Batty, all those, all these players saying, "We thought it was done. We saw the yellow tape. It, like it was over. Like they they totally thought it was done." And they can't, and you know, they win that game. And then, of course, game seven, LeBron drops thirty something, and they win the game. Was was Kawhi on that team or the year after? No, that? he no, yeah, he was, he on, was both. on that team. He right? was on both, yeah. but he won the finals MVP yeah. twenty fourteen. He it. he played very very well in twenty thirteen. Yeah. But it was just the, the the iconicness of both. You cannot honestly pick either one, and it doesn't matter. Like no one's going to dispute you to pick one or the other and say, well, okay, Heat's at one, Cavs is at one. At least in my opinion, you could throw either of those at number one, and I would have no issue. But mm. we each have San Antonio, Miami at number two, Cleveland, Golden State at number one. Peyton, I know you didn't really weigh in here, but is there anything you want to say about these series? Anyth- anything you want to throw in there at all? Anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, I was I was Anything waiting for that. Possible. That's, That's actually could be top five. Could huh? be it could be fifth, maybe. Kevin Garnett's Probably not. Yeah, man, I mean, like, oh, eight was. I don't know. It ain't that. fifth. It ain't fifth, but no, it, it's, it's top ten. But it's one of the most eight iconic. To ten. I keep saying iconic, but that's another iconic it's moment. There, KG just be top five. No, which one? It's possible. No. Oh, that's that. No, not that one. Because you have to remember, you have the Larry Bird Celtics versus Magic Johnson. That's. Which is so much more significant. Those Celtics-Lakers series were better. Although, I will say 2010, I was debating about putting that one on. The Kobe. Yeah, the Kobe Kobe versus Paul Pierce series. Championships in there for top five? Uh, I had their first championship fifth because um, Willis Reed. There's no, like, good... No, just Willis Reed played on like one leg. He limped. He limped he, he, into he, he, Madison Square Garden and then guarded Will Chamberlain. And he scored. Yeah, that's kind of cool. He scored like the first. That's, that, dude, that's, like, that's, five, that's one of like the biggest. In the game. Nineteen seventy. That's one of the biggest stories in it, like in just NBA all Doesn't time. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. That, yeah, my, yeah, my dad was born four years before that, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, that it was, happened. Yeah, that was that moment. They I suck mean, now, and, like just one of the great. It's literally like. Many Hall of Famers have said it was the best moment in NBA yeah, well, guarding, history. Guarding Will in this prime was probably also, literally he impossible. He played on a broken leg, dude. Yeah, he like, snapped, he, he, limped, he limped into Madison Square Garden and then played and 25 that, minutes. I that footage. Oh, sure, I can show oh, you no, right it now. It was like, it was... He literally couldn't walk, and then he guarded Wilt for 25 minutes. And then you see Wilt was coming out. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, awesome. it's crazy. They, he wasn't supposed to play. And the call too is just like yeah. they said, like, like it's like the best like moment of like human spirit. Because like, you see him, all, you see because you see him walking out, and it's just it's also it's just an and it was, at, it was at the garden too. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 the most famous headbutt. arena in like you know, Zidane headbutt. Well, Sports history, human different spirit. type Come of spirit. On. Come on, <laughs> but MSG is one of the, it's probably the most iconic you know play, basketball place to play. I'd say right No, hundred percent. No, 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 MSG, yeah, yeah. no doubt. To ha- for it to happen there in the Why world, in the, the world's most, most famous, huh? Why is the most? It's iconic? the world's. It's the world's most famous arena, dude. It's just it's MSG. Like you, you, there's nothing. There's no other arena that you can look at that beats MSG. Yeah, you guys right. can speak to it better because you're New York guys, but well, it's, it's not even like worth talking about. It's just it's, like it's not even like a. I know it's the arena where there's like. 
like how Fenway for the Red Sox. Yeah, it's, like it's, insanely it's, more pressure on either the Knicks or the Rangers than any visiting team because yeah. everybody loves playing there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they just, they just play to their best. Yeah. And some of the best moments, like Curry's fifty piece when he was a, when he was mm, in Curry's breaking Kobe's the record this year. Like so many things have happened in MSG where it's just like like besides championships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like since the seventies, yeah. Last hey, one was ninety four with the Rangers. So I mean, we're waiting. Yeah, we're waiting. Rangers, maybe Rangers this year. Me coming more money. Hey, yeah. All I gotta say is, I do not want anything to do with the Rangers. As a Bruins, I would keep me as far away from the Maple Leafs. And I know the Maple Leafs are such bums in the playoffs. And everybody, oh, first round exit. No, dude. I I I don't want anything to do with the Maple Leafs. The Rangers. I am. All respect because also, I don't want nothing. To I do saw, I saw I, the guy I was talking. I talked about with you before about Lafreniere, who I was like, oh, he's not really performing yeah, well. Mid. He had there was a goal he had the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! How what a fantastic! I, I, I think that was the first like highlight yeah, real like, goal. Yeah, he's no, ever. I mean like as, we've as, seen him in like in like junior hockey making yeah. all these crazy moves, that and that Jewish. was the first one in the NHL. As somebody so. who like again like doesn't watch hockey though, like. How how do they like do that though? It's on crazy. skates, put it through their legs, so and then like, you know, when he when he pulls, he's a lefty, right? So he's coming yeah. at the defenseman, and he pulls the puck back like he's going to shoot yeah. it, right? So the puck's in the shooting position. So as a D man, the, the D man's playing a shot. So as soon as he pulls it back, the D man almost hesitates and, and kind of swivels his hips to go for a shot block. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he looks up and sees the D man swivel his hips, all he has to do is instead of shoot, slide the puck in between his legs and take him wide because he's That's already cr- yeah. he's already turned his hips because he's playing the shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So he's got and Lavin, Lavinier has speed. The only problem with him is he, his his size and his, his strength hasn't translated in the slightest bit to the to the league. He gets bullied around, and he's a bigger kid. He's not the fastest in the world. He was really good on his edges, and he was always really good in the corners, even in juniors. But he's got to get stronger. Like that's the he could be yeah. a top ten player in the league, and I I really do mean that. I swear to God, he could be top ten. But he's just weak. He is weak. And you look at a guy like Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. Everybody was. Downing Jack Hughes, he was a first overall pick, tiny little yeah. little dude. I mean, he's all 165, 170 pounds. He gets to 180 this year. Look how he plays now. Yeah. That's that. The, all Laugh needs is to get bigger. Once yeah. he's he has all the skills in this toolbox, and he's shown it for years. Just eat some food, bro. That's all you got to do. Just get bigger. Um, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. You got to eat food, bro. You want to get bigger, you got to eat food. But that was a great Mr. way to close Protein the show chips out. Over like, here. Oh, whatever. Come on. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we had a great show. It was good to be back in the studio and be talking sports with you guys. Pleasure to have you back. Yeah, yeah, welcome back been, to the studio. Yahoo! Thank you. Yeah, it was really great. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up the show, I guess. We covered a bunch of stuff. You have our NBA predictions, official. So, Bucks, Grizzlies, that will be the finals. Mark my words. Enjoy this Net Celtics game. We're going to yes. watch it now. Yeah, 100%, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Thank you.